Hi, my name is Josh McCarthy, and I want to welcome you to another edition of our Ask the Experts Weekend here on 104.5 WOKV. And this show is dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. Pete, the job guy, Langlois, introduces his listeners to the most innovative companies, and he explores the career journeys behind some of the world's most influential individuals. And this is all done with an honest and oh-so-entertaining filter that is unique to Pete, the job guy, Langlois. Take it away, Pete. workers of the world and i want to congratulate each and every one of you because you did something special today you made a great decision and that is listening to hard worker with pete the job guy a show that's dedicated to helping you helping you to become more effective and productive in your careers but we also introduce you to some of jacksonville's most influential people and today i have a great guest she's actually a returning guest and i'm so glad she's here and i'm going to introduce her in just a second what I'd like to do now is tell you a personal story about me. Some of you know I was in the military. I was in the world's greatest Navy for seven years. I was a jet engine mechanic, second-class petty officer. I was Petty Officer Langlois, and I love putting on that uniform. And even though people didn't go around saluting me as some high-flying officer or something, I was proud of what I did. I was proud of my country, and I was proud to wear that uniform, especially when like, I had my dress blues on and I was going somewhere and I walked through a mall or if I was traveling on an airplane, people would always thank me or talk to me or tell me their stories about the military, and it was wonderful, and I really loved that. The whole time I was in the Navy, I went to college. I went to night school and weekends, and at the time my first enlistment ended, um, I hadn't quite graduated, so I re-upped. I did a second enlistment, and I did my shore duty and went nights and weekends, all that I finally got my degree, my piece of paper. I earned a Bachelor of Science degree in workforce education from Southern Illinois University. And and I thought, well, now I'm going to transition out of the Navy. I wasn't going to make a career. I, I gave the Navy seven good solid years. And in return, I had a... A college degree and I had excellent work experience. I managed people. I had leadership uh, skills. I, I brought with me a sense of mission, purpose, unquestioned reliability. You know, you don't call in sick <laughs> you know, when they call general quarters. You show up and you do your job. And I brought all this with me to the private sector. I said, okay, I'm transitioning out of the Navy now. And I gained all these great skills. And I went and I applied for, for a job. All I wanted to do was wear a suit, carry a briefcase, and work in a big building. And I wanted to work my way up into middle management at some company. But, you know, I wanted to get my foot in the door. And I remember I went to my first interview, and it was, yes, sir, no, sir. I think I... I had some jargon that needed to be shaken out of me a little bit, you know, Bravo Zulu and, you know, things I was saying back then didn't really relate. And I wasn't well prepared for a job interview and I, I, I wasn't able to sell myself in well at all. Had a really difficult time. I heard no enough times over a period of about four months before I just abandoned uh, my career uh, aspirations or sidelined them for a bit, I needed a job. So I laid brick pavers 
And uh, hey, listen, it was a noble profession. I did that for a year. I wore my fingerprints off. I had no fingerprints because I was laying brick brick pavers in a herringbone pattern every day out in the hot sun. Had a 12-pack in me by about 6 o'clock in the afternoon. That's okay. But I'm going to tell you what. I was good at it. I made good money. It's a noble profession. It's a skill. But it was not my career ambition. It's not what I went to college for and gained all these worldly skills that I gained in, in the Navy. I just, I did that and got comfortable doing that for a while. And then I started applying again. And I think I, uh, you know, I did better, obviously, after that. And I was able to secure a job uh, that led me to the career that, that I've, I've been in for many years. Um, but it was a difficult transition. And, and it's one that uh, I believe this story's been told many, many times. And I think this is the perfect introduction for my guest today. My guest today is the CEO of Operation New Uniform. Operation New Uniform is a nonprofit organization that's put together really to just help transitioning military veterans and their families secure a career, not just a job, but a career. Uh, my guest is the CEO of Operation New Uniform. Welcome to hard worker with Pete the Job Guy, Michelle McManaman. Hey, Pete. Thank you so much for having me. And I love your introduction. Thank you so much for sharing your story because that's why we do what we do every single day. Right. And and that's that's what you hear a lot about. You know, when I think about veteran unemployment right now, and we'll talk about Florida, some numbers and, you know, average unemployment rate, 3.9, veterans somewhere maybe a little bit lower. Let's talk about what is Operation New Uniform doing now to drive down that veteran unemployment rate and find these meaningful career opportunities? What are we doing now? So I'm going to start out with um, what's going on with our veterans from the beginning of why they're in this situation to begin with. If you're okay with that, I'm going to oh, yeah. take Let's it a go step there. back. Let's go there first. So I'm going to think about three main things that are happening with our veterans when they leave. And similar to you, there's three things. One is lack of a network. And I'm finding that our veterans that are coming to us are saying, I have this great network in the military, but I got out and I know no one. <laughs> I know no one in the business community. And they've got that thing like what you said. They're going for a job, not a career, which is an interesting mind shift change. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in a minute too. But they also have a lack of confidence. And confidence, mm. what I mean, is they're really confident when they have that uniform on in the military. But once they get out, man, it's like... Where did it go? My uniform's off, and I don't know who I am anymore. So right. their identity goes with that career that they had in the military. And then third, a lack of, you know, resume writing means very little to us, but the interview skills that match with the resume that they have. Because there are a lot of organizations out there that are helping these veterans do their resumes, but when it comes right down to it, you could have a great resume, but you're going to get in an interview and you're going to blow it up because you don't know what you're talking about, or you're going to use so many acronyms, like you said, <laughs> That's what I that did. it's going to sound like, what did it sound like to those people you were interviewing with, right? And how many of those careers did you get? Yeah, I, I got nowhere, and I got nowhere fast <laughs> and for an extended <laughs> period of time. And yeah, having a network, I, I had a, um, when I think back to that time, I had a circle of friends, um, largely other Navy uh, people and, and and families. So we were all continuing to talk that talk, and there was no real network. And I can tell you what, to tell me back then, that kid, uh, I say kid, I was 25 or 6 when I got out. Right. To, uh, hey, you have to go out and build a network. 
<laughs> There's no way. I mean, I, I just wasn't wired like that. Right. So you see that day in and day out. So I, I, I guess I really want to learn more about Operation New Uniform. And sure. what, what are, what, how do you help these guys? What you just said, those three things, I lived. Mm-hmm. And we hear that often, very often. So what, are, what makes us different is probably a good way okay. of saying it. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of veteran service organiza- organizations out there that are helping with transition. But the thing that makes us unique is that we use the Sandler training system. And I know you're familiar oh, with that. Great. Yeah. The system itself focuses on three things, attitude, behavior, and technique. So we're going to get in their headspace first. First, we got to figure out what's making you tick. We got to figure out how we can get your identities and your roles back in alignment. And then we're going to start talking about behaviors and what you need to do to get that career. And then lastly, we're going to teach you techniques on how to get there. Because if I sit here, and you know this for sure, if I teach you techniques all day long, like in sales, how to close a sale or how to, you know, make a phone call or how to do that, how long or how often are you going to do it once you leave this little workshop that I tell you? Uh, you know, what I'm going to do is take the material that I got and put that up on a credenza somewhere. <laughs> it's it's going to collect dust. I'm going to get to that. I'm gonna, And then the dust gets like, I'm going to get to right. that one day. And right. then I never really implement it. Exactly. So long-term reinforcement, similar to the Sandler training system, they train someone over the course of a year. We've taken that curriculum and have condensed it because we know our veterans need careers now. And we've condensed it to somewhere between a two and a half to a three-week program. But we don't let them go after they leave our program. The minute they get into our program, we have them for life. They become family. Pete, I mean, this is the biggest, most dysfunctional, loving family you'll ever know in your life. (laughs) But we do. We care so much that sometimes our veterans go through more than one career change. They might go through two or three, and that's okay. We're going to be there with them when they do it. We want them to dream big and think of something that, you know, it might not translate exactly what they did in the military, but what do you want to do now? What do you want to be when you grow up is one of our first questions. Did anybody ever ask you that when you transitioned no, out? No, no. You know, it's it's amazing. When I got out, the extent of what I did is I paid a professional resume writer at back then a lot of money to put together a piece of paper that doesn't secure you employment. I thought I have this beautiful resume now. I have this college degree and I have uh, seven years of experience that's gonna appeal to somebody, but I had no means by which to communicate that effectively to anybody, you know? And I knew I would work hard. That's the cornerstone of who I am, a hard worker, but um, conveying my value statements and my value proposition to any prospective employer was such a foreign concept to me. And, uh, you know, I don't think a, a one-week seminar or, a, you know, trying to go listen to, uh, you know, now there's YouTube tapes and all this stuff. That's not going to give anybody a skill transfusion. It takes time and practice, and it's developed over time. And that's what I know about the Sandler program. There's so many people that swear about it. Uh, and uh, you might know somebody there, too. That, 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 that yeah, well, and, but interestingly enough, if, if your listeners don't know what Sandler is, it's a sales, sales management, and leadership training company. So you think about the skills we're teaching salespeople or organizations to help their sales folks be bitter, bigger and better. We're teaching that to veterans on how to sell themselves effectively oh, and efficiently in an interview or in a networking event or just, you know, around the general public to be able to sell. You're at a party and somebody says, well, 
what do you do for a living? How many times have you stumbled before you knew how to actually articulate what you do? Now we help them get those words so they can say what they're do, what they do and what they're looking for. Right. You know, uh, I want to ask you a question about some of like if someone graduates the course, what's the success rate and stuff. But you know what? That music that we're hearing right now tells us we need to take a a quick break and listen to this message from our show sponsor. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKB. Hey, Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here at Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp-to-perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904 904- Four seven nine nine six one zero. All right. Welcome back, folks. As you know, today we have the CEO of Operation New Uniform, Michelle McManaman, as our guest today. And I'm pleased as punch that she's here and uh, she's a returning guest. So I'm real glad about that. You can't see me today. I'm going to have some pictures posted on my social media. And I am wearing my USS Saratoga hat, my USS Saratoga shirt. I was attached to all the bases here in Jacksonville. My ship was out of uh, Naval Station Mayor- Mayport. My f- I was first stationed at NAS Cecil Field. And uh, I was also at NAS uh, for my, my second one, NAS Jack. So I've been all around... I made the tour here in Jacksonville in my seven-year military career, but I am old, okay? And then I'll tell you, now, uh, Cecil Field, Cecil what? Long gone, okay? My ship, USS Saratoga decommissioned. I worked on A-72 Corsair aircraft that had been decommissioned a long time ago. If there's any out there, they're huge paperweights sitting on a on a, uh, on a flight line somewhere collecting dust and cobwebs and stuff because that's, that's what I did because I'm old for crying out loud. But we're talking about today how operations new uniform helps transitioning military veterans and their families find great career opportunities and really prepare them holistically for the not only the interview but to secure that uh, uh, that that career and uh, Michelle someone comes through okay let's say you have you have a military veteran comes through your program uh, What's some of the success rate? Like, what what does that look like post program? Sure. And thanks. If since you can't see Pete, if you could, you could see that he looks so cute in his golf shirt and his little hat that matches. Oh my gosh, adorable! Thanks for having me back on the show again, and sure. I love being here. And of course, talking about O and U and the successes that we have. So to answer your question, ninety seven percent find careers, not jobs, within four months of completing the O and U program. With, Let, let's just say let's that stick again. With that for a second that sure. is chew on that 97 percent of the people that go through the program find careers within four months i run a staffing agency i've been running staffing businesses for gosh for for over 25 years right this statistic is phenomenal so i i just want that Thank to you. sink in with everybody <laughs> For sure. I mean, that's great. And then if you add on 20% or excuse me, $20,000 higher on the average salary than the Bureau of Labor average. So they're making more money after they graduate our program, because you got to remember, a lot of these folks don't know how to negotiate a salary. 
Yeah. They they'll get offered something and they're like, "Great, this was more than I was expecting." Yeah. Or I had one veteran and I was negotiating, helping him negotiate his salary, and um, he said, "Well, I said, what does your reload package look like?" And he says, well, you know, I had one left from the military, so I'm just going to use that. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. They were going to offer you a reload package, and you said, no, thank you. I have one left over. I said, you keep that in your pocket, son, and use the one that they're giving you. Um, little things like that, or knowing that you can negotiate a salary, period. So they are, on the average, making about $20,000 more than what they were making on the national average. That's phenomenal. I mean, that's a phenomenal statistic, and that doesn't happen by accident. No, no, there's definitely training there. And it, and it is a part of that confidence thing we talked about. Having the confidence to be able to ask is another thing. So right. let's, here's a couple things. I, I want to hear more about the, the program, the ONU program. Sure. And then, you know, what's 2022 look like and what's coming down the pipe? So more about our program. Yeah, how much time do we have, Pete? <laughs> I mean, I could we talk about this all day, every day. <laughs> the program in itself is... Um, just again, and I'll, I'll talk about the uniqueness, is that our team is is loaded with veterans that have served themselves and business folks that come in. And having our board members that come in that are all in amazing organizations within Northeast Florida and around Florida overall that come in and talk to our folks about different topics like HR. Um, what's it like being in that position? Not just on a, hey, I'd like to get into HR, but what is an HR person looking for when they're looking to hire? Um, we have somebody from Haskell that talks about what project management looks like in that world. And, you know, there's different things for different people, but it's so nice to have a variety of board members that can sit and talk about that. So, so you asked me another question about what's going on in yeah. 2022. Yeah. This year, I am so excited to say that last year we had one class in Tampa. Normally, they're here in Northeast Florida and Jacksonville. We had one class in Tampa last year. This year, we have two classes in Tampa. I know. That's we're so excited. Growth. Look at so that. it's growth. Um, we're looking to really... In, oh, infiltrate, I was going to say, but really penetrate the whole Florida region. But we train veterans all over the country. You know, COVID was a blessing and a curse for some. For us, right. it was a blessing because mm -hmm. we have graduates from all over the country. We have them from Seattle, Washington, Houston, Texas, New York that come to us virtually. And some have even flown in to be with us here in Jacksonville to be able to go through the training here. You know, that is interesting with, with COVID in this now, uh, this whole virtual world that, that kind of opened up so many things. Like, you know, I, I've, I've watched you speak at a, at a number of different uh, places. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, I, I do a lot of speaking engagements in person. Now I'm moderating full panels virtually and I'm doing uh, training and different things uh, uh, virtually that I never did. So is, is that opening up? Uh, things for you. You mentioned some some virtual uh, things. Is it kind of helping you reach a broader audience, I would say? Absolutely. You know, uh, people ask, how do we get our veterans? Right now, most of our veterans come to us through word of mouth of our alumni. Uh, yeah. Our alum are telling others that are getting out of the military, man, you need to look up ONU because it's life-changing. And sometimes it takes a little while for people to, because they don't know what they don't know. Yep, you know, they yep. have to come out and kind of, and I hate to say it, but beat their head against the wall, send out a gazillion resumes to a bunch of people that are never going to answer them before they realize, <laughs> I need some help, right. you know? So we call that pain in the Sandler world, right. Right? right? So they need to be in a little bit of pain before they come to us, or some that 
are actually in the military and they're smart enough to know right. while I'm here on active duty, while I'm going to just start to transition and go through that, I need to get a hold of some people that can help me. And look, if we can't help these people, Pete, we are going to be the first ones to push them to other organizations that can help at no charge to them because our program doesn't cost them a dime. So, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> You get this great sandler training, which you know I know from experience is it's 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 not cheap. You you get a ton of value from it, but this is a free program to veterans and their families that are that are looking for that career. Yeah, and Pete, it's also free to the people that hire them. So talk about a poor business model. It is really not good in that <laughs> sense. But you know, we want our folks to get careers. We want our companies to grow by hiring our veterans. So it doesn't cost them anything. We're not a recruiter, but we'd love to partner with you yeah, right. and other recruiters so that you'll help them get the careers that they deserve. Well, I love going to your graduation. We'll talk about that a little bit, but I love the ceremonies, hearing the stories. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're pointing they're together they're sharp these are people that employers want to hire they're ready to present their value-added proposition or statement who they are quantify it in a manner that's going to appeal to who's sitting across from them but it's also touching and moving and there's a tear shed i've been to a few of them and there's <laughs> tears you know we do have box of tissues around just so you know <laughs> well let's talk about some of your upcoming events you know uh, and i'll, I'll share uh, ascendo resources my company uh sponsors the uh the the shoot i love the shoot we send and now you know i have multiple veterans that that, that we we've hired so and tom nolan uh likes to spearhead tom. that yeah yep. tom's great tom's great he puts it together uh but uh anyway you tell us so our sixth annual Veterans Cup is on April 29th. Believe it or not, we are sold out on our teams. We have a few sponsorship levels that are still available. If somebody's interested, the 5000 and above is still available. Uh, we'd love to get you in there. But right now, we're totally totally sold out with the teams themselves um that you know is a blast did and we, I, did we get a team you got a team all right did, did, yes, did I we think write you, got you a, a check yet for the sponsorship don't worry i Hit know where to, i know where okay. to find you <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that is at the jacks clay target and again it's april 29th we literally have a blast swisher is one of our sponsors and they come in and they bring cigars to everybody so there's something at every station as you're going around and if you've never shot up there at the jacks clay target it is so much fun um, we have guns, you know, so if you, you know, if you're a female and you like to shoot, but you're not sure, come on out. I'll help you. Um, if you want to volunteer, we certainly can help you volunteer. It's just a great time. But that's just one of the many events that we have coming up. That's that's a big one. I know that that one, uh, <laughs> that one grew some legs quick, too. The word got out that it's a great event. Uh, Tom Nolan, uh, my counterpart, is uh, more or less the mayor of Jacksonville, I always say. <laughs> so, you know, he's telling everybody that has a pulse that you need to get involved. Oh, Josh is flagging me down. So listen, <laughs> he's really waving his eyes. He's going to fly away. So right now, guys, we're coming to the bottom of the hour break. Uh, we need to listen to some commercials and come back. But join us. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. And one well, 
Welcome back, all you hard workers, and that cute little girl that welcomes us back each and every week from the bottom of the hour break is our producer, Josh McCarthy's daughter, Adeline, and I just love how she starts off, she, she even gets the hard worker in there. Josh has to say it the way I pronounce it with my Boston nasally uh, kind of twang I, I have rolling here. But uh, she's a peach, and we're really happy that she does it. Guys, if you didn't listen to the first half of the show, you missed out. Shame on you. No, no, not shame on you. Listen, you can always go back and listen to it. Go to PeteTheJobGuy.com. I'll have all my episodes listed there. This one will be out on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week when Josh is done making it real special and uh, putting a couple of edits in there. and uh, But once we get it loaded up, you can go back and listen to the show in its entirety. And you can listen to all my other shows, too. Comment on them. Tell me how great I am. It never, never gets old, folks. My guest today is Michelle McManaman, and she is the CEO of Operation New Uniform. And they this the Operation New Uniform is designed to help military veterans and their spouses find career opportunities and I want to kind of dig in on there right now so uh, what other services does ONU we talk all about helping the the veterans let's talk more maybe about the the spouses and what other ways do you help veterans well, Pete, I have to tell you, I am so excited about this. This has been in our mission statement since day one, eight years ago, that we wanted to help spouses. I think they're a, a part of the world that gets overlooked. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that work so hard to keep everything together at home. And then when they have to go to a new location, it's very difficult to find a career or a job um, at that point when they're moving as much as they do. So this is the first year we have taken our Sandler training curriculum again and massaged it a little bit more to have more of a customer care flair. However, it's not limited to people getting into customer care. It's still the same type of core as what we teach our veterans, but with a little more of what our female or male spouses are looking for. And with that, we did a panel discussion with some some transitioning or some spouses that were able to come together and talk to us about what is really some of your needs. What are those needs? And we brought it together and created a program that's going to be kicking off our inaugural spouse program, Class 47, on June 8th. Ooh. And it's going to be a little longer. It's going to be in the evenings and it's going to be uh, less time because we know our spouses don't have the same amount of time as some of our transitioning veterans do. So we're really excited about that. We're doing our first one this year and hopefully we'll do two of them next year, depending on the success of it this year. That's truly outstanding. Tell us a little more about that. Well, I can tell you this, that um, we can't help every veteran, mm -hmm. uh, but we hope to be able to help in a holistic way of the family. Yep. Um, we've had multiple spouses that are in the military. Um, the, the person that's in the military, their spouse come up to us after her graduation, like you've seen, um, where there's tears <laughs> flowing, um, come up. One in particular that I remember a couple years ago came up to me and she was crying. And she said, Michelle, thank you for giving me back my husband. Wow. And their father, and she had the kids there. So the program itself is making such a huge impact. And I looked at her, I'm like, how is it going for you? She goes, it's hard. It's really hard holding that all together. And then wanting to get a career, it's difficult. So, you know, you know, you're the Pete, the job guy. You know that there are wonderful careers for these folks that and companies that want to hire them. Now we just have to help them connect the dots. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, I see it time and time again, uh, trailing spouse. Trailing yeah. spouse, military trailing spouse, you know, they relocate. 
uh, hard time finding a job, hard time uh, assimilating, building yeah. a network. Um, you know, all of a sudden you're just thrust into a, a new location and uh, and you might have two or three kids in tow and, you you know, mowing your own lawn and, and doing all this without, you know, the other person, your, 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 your husband or wife is, is out to sea or deployed somewhere. Um, and it's very difficult. It's it's very difficult. Um, How did Angie do while you were gone? Angie, um, she just she went out a lot clubbing. She met <laughs> she met a lot of new friends. <laughs> you are <laughs> they, such a liar. They disappeared. If she was here right they now, disappeared. Around. <laughs> <laughs> but she could probably speak to that. For seven years, you served, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a long did. time. But I was a very young man when I served, and it was pre-Angie. Oh, okay. okay. All was, right. Sorry I about was, that. I was um, young. And I wanted to see the world. And yeah. I, gosh, did I see it. I went cliff diving in Benidorm, Spain. I went to Palma, Palma, Nova, Magaluf. I went, <laughs> I crossed the ditch and went to Diego Garcia, uh, Military Island. And I saw the world, Egypt, uh, wow. Israel. I, I've been, uh, uh, I skied the, the, the Alps. I took a week off. I had five days of liberty in um, uh, Singapore. Wow. <laughs> which is, I mean, I was just a crazy young guy, so I didn't have any of those kind of kind of things. But gotcha. You know, anywho, you can only imagine what I, they go through. I got stories. That's all I'm saying. You got stories. Mine are good. The transition was the most difficult part of my professional career, yeah. going from the Navy and uh, getting uh, uh, gainful, meaningful employment in the private sector. Sure. Hardest part of my professional career. Well, you know, it's day. it's interesting because. You know, we can't help every veteran out there, but we have resources that can help. So we have we partner with Wounded Warrior Project, Cohen Veteran Network, Canines for Warriors, the USO, Jacksonville Chamber, and a million more that are right here. Again, I talked about those free resources. If we can't help you, I mean, call us anyway. You know, go on our website, fill out an application. We want to be able to, if we can't, we're going to point you in the right direction of other resources. We also host a um, a bunch of veteran appreciation nights and various workshops that are no charge, again, to our veterans. If you go on our website, you'll find our entire class schedule or our event schedule right on the website. Right. Now, this is one. Guys, I'm going to tell everybody here. My show is hard work with Pete the Job Guy. I work hard, and that's how I've become successful no matter what I do. When you ask any chef... You know, what? what's the recipe for success, all right? And I'm saying from a business perspective, what's the recipe for success? And you'll hear, you know, a, a determination, learn from your mistakes, all this, but hard work is going to be in there. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm ready to work hard on behalf of Operation New Uniform. See what I just did there? And I'm going to tell all the listeners right here, we need you to get involved. And, Michelle, how can uh, our community – get involved and help uh, help with uh, anything with Operation New Uniform, whether it's make donations, give time, energy, effort, companies getting involved. How, how can the community get involved with ONU? Sure. Thanks for that question. And you know, with nonprofits, that's probably one of the biggest questions that anyone could ever ask and the one most appreciated. But time, <laughs> talent, and treasures is certainly our mantra as well as most nonprofits. Uh, volunteer opportunities. The Vets Cup is coming up. Our Heroes Gala, you guys know what that is because you're sponsors of yes. that as well. Yes. So you know, December 3rd, mark your calendar. It's an amazing event. We have Alan West. Now, you know who Alan West is, right? 
I, I, I should. You should. Um, he is going, well, I don't know. He's running for governor in Texas right now. He um, is an amazing military man who has a great history. And I'm going to have you all look him up because he's awesome and it's going to be a great speaker. However, if he wins and becomes governor, he won't be able to come. Oh, so boy. we have a backup plan. And I'm not going to tell you who that is just yet. But I still want everybody to mark their calendars. And we're going to market it as soon as we can um, with that. We'll be there. We'll sponsor. We'll be there, too. Just saying. Uh, I'm Go ahead. So excited. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> That's okay. You can interrupt like that anytime. <laughs> um, let's see. Mentor opportunities are available. Mentor a veteran as they enter into a new career, help with resumes, interview preparations. That's always real important. We have a small committee of retired veterans who work with them who have been in the business community and they sit one-on-one -on -one and chat with them about, all right, what does this acronym mean? What is this certification that you have? Let's talk about what that would look like in a resume because we know, and you know, resumes aren't the end-all be-all, but it is important for that first little step sometimes. No doubt. Yep. So that's important. Um, Let's see. Many businesses encourage and support their employees to volunteer in the community. And we have business partnerships in places like Bank of America and others. And we welcome others to collaborate with us. Uh, let's see. You I heard you mention uh, Crowley uh, there, too. And uh, uh, I know Sw Swisher sponsors events. Swisher, and, uh, Black Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Just, I'm like, oh, she's working with all my clients. They're right. awesome. <laughs> I love it. Good. Well, let's collaborate on that too. Okay. Um, spread the word about ONU to fellow veterans and what a positive effect it could make in their lives and for mm -hmm. their future. That's really important. And of course, we take donations, which are greatly appreciated and help fund our programs. So you can always go to our website. You can call me personally. Call me at the office. I'd be happy to have a conversation. If you want to look to see how you can sponsor or get into an event or just look at maybe sponsoring a class. That would be amazing. Outstanding. Is, is there a phone number you want to give out? People can reach out to you? Sure. 904-328-1600. Yep. All right. Perfect. Michelle, I'm not going to let you off easy. I got to ask you the same <laughs> question I ask all my guests. If I had a, a time machine right here and you jumped into this time machine, you go back in time and you meet a younger version of yourself, let's say Michelle, back 19, 20 years old, if you could walk right up to your younger self, put your hand right on your shoulder, look yourself in the eye and say, Michelle, let me give you this little bit of advice, whether it's career or otherwise, what advice would you give your younger self? That is such an amazing question right now because I see some of the younger folks beat themselves up when they don't need to. Mm -hmm. And I would say to me, be kind. It's okay to fail. Nobody's trying to hurt you. They only want you to succeed. And if you believe that, I think if I believe that people, you know, their intentions are always good instead of worrying that somebody may want you to fail or somebody's watching you. If you do fail, they're going to say something. It's okay. Oh. So failing forward, it's okay to fail and be you. I mean, I, I believe that the Lord has led me here and I'm doing his work and I can finally say at this age in my life that I'm doing what God wants me to do. And I'm so excited to wake up every morning to be able to do that and be his hands and feet. So I am grateful to say I'm not 19 or 20 anymore <laughs> and I have failed a lot, but I have loved the journey and learned a great deal. Outstanding. Michelle McManaman, CEO of Operation New Uniform. Thank you for being on Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. Thank Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much, Pete. All right, guys, that music tells us it's time to take a quick break and listen to this message from our show sponsor, 
You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here at Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp to perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters Recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904-479-9610. Oh, folks, that's our show sponsor, the world-famous Angie Langlois with Ascendo Resources of Jacksonville. If you don't know anything about Ascendo in Jacksonville, you're like a big old ostrich with your head in the sand because Ascendo Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned fastest growing staffing firm in J Vegas, Jacksonville, folks. We have grown so much. Angie Langlois is also one half of the dynamic duo that is Pete the Job Guy Langlois and Angie Langlois. We're co-managing partners of this Jacksonville office and so proud of the wonderful people that we were able to surround ourselves with. Now, I'm telling you, I mean, I have folks, you know, our guest today on the show is Michelle McManaman, CEO of Operation New Uniform, talking about transitioning military veterans. I have at least three military veterans uh, on my staff, and they are freaking awesome. Sense of purpose, mission, hard workers. They get after it. They're unquestioned reliability. They're phenomenal. So I'm excited to employ veterans uh, and I'm excited about what Angie and her team and my team, what we're doing here in the, in the North Florida market. And we're building something special. We place accounting and finance, IT professionals, customer service, marketing folks, HR professionals. Uh, gosh, you know, a lot of accounting and finance. Uh, we have a lot of jobs that are even open right now and people are like Pete you know I'm considering a, a job change but I really want to work from home or a hybrid schedule or better work-life balance there's never been a better time to talk to a recruiter heck you can call me if you want I'll work with you personally you can email me Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com or give me a shout just call me 904-999-4878. Now, guys, you might have noticed something different in our lineup today. Eric Ross, Eric Hot Sauce Ross <laughs> isn't here, but he's here in spirit. Uh, he made it clear that he loves his family more than the show because it's spring break week. And uh, he and his family are having some much uh, needed downtime, relaxation, spending time together. And it's fantastic. But... Eric's a hard worker, and he went ahead and set in his uh, his his contribution to the show today, which is common sense ain't so common. So, with no further ado, let's get this week's common sense ain't so common with Eric Ross. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, employees, bosses, and leaders, and all you members of the hardworking tribe out there. All you listeners that know, there are no shortcuts, no magic pills, just good old-fashioned hard work. Eric Ross here bringing you this week's segment of Common Sense Ain't So Common, where we share real-life stories, professional wisdom, and some inspiration from other hard workers in the community. Stories that may make you laugh, may make you cry, or more likely leave you scratching your head saying, I can't believe this still happens in the workplace. Today I'm going to share a personal story that just recently happened combined with another story shared with me from a CEO based out of Nashville, both revolving around the same topic. You get what you pay for. 
Whether you agree or not, it is hard to argue with the fact that oftentimes you really do get what you pay for. One more time, on both the personal and professional fronts, more times than not, you get what you pay for. So, first story on the personal front. My family and another family recently just had our spring break and took our kids to Islands of Adventure in Orlando, Florida. Now, I remember loving this place when I was younger and hoped our children would feel the same way about the theme park. We happened to go on the nicest day of the year with absolutely perfect weather and couldn't have been more excited to get there. What we didn't think about was that it was, wasn't just our spring break, but it was also every other family in the history of family spring break. This place was more packed than Pete's Bar on Thanksgiving Day. So we had a choice. Pay for the fast passes to cut all the lines or pay in time by waiting in these long lines for each ride. Either way, we were going to pay. And we had to decide what we wanted to get for our cost. The choice was simple in my opinion. Pay the cost financially to get on the rides versus paying the cost of our whining children while waiting two hours in every line for a 120 second ride. Now these fast passes are not cheap. However, I will happily pay that price 10 times out of 10. Guess what? We got what we paid for. Shorter ride lines and minimal children whining. Totally worth the cost. Second example real quick for you. In this instance, a professional story shared by a company based out of Nashville. A few months ago, I had a conversation with a frustrated CEO concerned about losing three of their best employees to a competitor in the same industry. Without even asking about compensation and other benefits offered to their employees, the CEO said this verbatim, I think I messed up, Eric. I clearly got what I paid for. This CEO admitted that he lost three of his employees because he did not pay the price necessary to retain them. Whether that price was the right compensation, a specific employee benefit package, the price of mentorship, leadership, training and development. Whatever the price was for these specific employees, the CEO got what he paid for and admitted he did not pay the right price. Now I understand some costs are just too high to pay, especially in the professional space if there happens to be a salary that your organization just can't compete with. This will happen, but I will say it again, you get what you pay for. The question is what cost are you willing to pay? Now, some additional examples I can share firsthand that I've experienced and also that others have shared with me on getting what you pay for. Very simple. If you buy cheap liquor, you will be paying the price of a terrible hangover. If you buy old gas station sushi, you will be paying the price of food poisoning. If you want to be a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, you have to pay the price of often watching frustrating football games. You want to learn how to play the guitar or piano? You pay the cost of consistently practicing the craft. You want to be healthier? Pay the price of exercise and a good diet. You want to be a better husband, wife, parent, or friend? Pay the price of attention and time. You want to run a marathon? Pay the price of consistently running and enduring discomfort. You want to grow your business and develop future leaders. You pay the price of hard work, showing up day after day, consistently mentoring the next generation, continuously learning, some sleepless nights, and paying the cost of getting 1% better each day. What is it you want most out of life? Decide that and understand there will be a price to pay. And that no matter what, how hard you fight it, at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. So, one more time, just kidding, I've said it enough times. Pay the price necessary to get what you want, and you will get what you pay for. Eric Ross here, Common Sense Ain't So Common. See you all next week.
Thank you, Eric. Hot sauce, Ross. All right, we'll see you next week, my friend. All right, this next part of the show has always been one of my favorites. This is where we get a Boston update from Boston Danny. Boston Danny is Danny Mullen. We went to the Navy together. Another veteran, folks, on this Navy veteran or military veteran-themed show today. I'm wearing my military garb today. Uh, Boston Danny's going to brag about his sports teams, but he's going to do special shout-outs. So if you have somebody that has a birthday, an anniversary, gee, you want to just have, you know, Boston Danny, wish him a wicked piss of birthday. Send me a note, Pete at Pete the Job Guy. Dot, excuse me, Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com, and I will give it to Boston Danny, and he will give your special person a shout-out. With no further ado, let's get this week's Boston Update with Boston Danny. Hello, Jacksonville. Danny here with your Northern Update. Well, typical spring. It's been crazy up here. One day it's, you know, in the 60s. The next day it's, it's you know, you get seven inches of uh, snow on the ground. But spring's coming. Groundhog said we're going to have it. Uh, an early one, so that's what we got going on up here. And you know, the uh, Boston Bruins and the Celtics, they're on fire. They're rolling right into their playoffs, you know. Uh, that Jason Tatum, what a player. Thank goodness we have him. He's really coming into his own, and you know, the Bruins are doing it. And You know, the MLB lockout's over, thank goodness. The Red Sox are back in spring training. We'll get our games going, and nothing like listening to a Red Sox game sitting in the pool in the backyard on a Sunday afternoon. So we got that going for us. So up here in Boston, we got these things that are called blue laws. And, uh, they, you know, some of them are technically still on the books, although they've been around for 340 years. Um, you know, they've been, um, most have been ruled unconstitutional. They're no longer in force. So we got some, one of them is uh, kissing in public. I wouldn't mind if this one still applied. And then we have uh, being idle like common coasters, unprofitable followers and tobacco takers. Um, paying to attend or participate in an unlicensed Sunday sporting event. Yelling profanities at a participant or official at a sporting event. That's against the law, apparently. So have your kids do it for you. Uh, frightening a pigeon. Don't have any idea what that means. Um, giving beer to hospital patients. You'd think this would go without, say, uh, without saying, but, you know, that's what they said. It's against the law. Making or selling candy containing more than 1% alcohol. Thank goodness this isn't enforced because booze and chocolate go together like peas and carrots. Uh, checking into a hotel under an assumed name. This will all get you put in jail in Massachusetts. I doubt they enforce them, but, you know, who's, who's for me to say? So uh, that's a little thing we got going up here in Massachusetts. Like I said, a lot of them have been uh, ignored or stricken or reasoned unconstitutional. So thank goodness. So I got your shout-outs, folks. Send them in. You know I love ripping them up, giving you something. So I'd like to uh, wish a wicked happy 50th to Jason Sessions, and that's from Kim. And then, of course, another wicked piss of birthday for Jeep Maley. Austin Felia. Felver, happy birthday, Doc, and that's from Jody. Amy Jewall. Brooks, be a genie, and everyone at Pete the Job Guy loves you. So happy birthday to you, Brooks. And, you know, folks, get the shout-outs. I'll give them to you. I'll rip them up, your birthdays, your, your, your uh, anniversaries, whatever you got. So, you know, brothers and sisters in Jacksonville, enjoy your Sunday. Peter, just loving the show. Eric, you're killing it. Everybody enjoy themselves and remember your first responders, your, your military, retired and active, and everybody else that just helps us out, all right? 
Be safe, folks. You did it, folks. You just listened to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. My guest today was Michelle McManaman. Thank you, Michelle, CEO of Operation New Uniform. Go out there, hard workers, and have a fantastic week.